Freddy, Freddy. Sup, Buzznet. In reference to the podcast, here again for the third time. <laughs> second time this episode. Third time so far today. I'm Amanda. I'm Heather. And today is Freaky Friday. What you got for us? We're gonna learn about the squonk. The squonk. I just like his name. Squonk. I was really surprised that, like, when I was typing it, that it it's an actual word. Like, it didn't pop up that it needed fixed. Does it mean something? Yeah, it's an animal. I guess. I don't know. It never told me it was... Never said it was wrong. <laughs> what does squonk mean? A squonk mod is a vape mod with a built-in squeeze bottle used to feed <laughs> e-liquid to an atomizer. Atoma, uh, atomizer? Atom- okay. What makes that the vapor? That was enough for me. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> I sound like a moron now, so... It's okay. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. Am I going to be afraid of him? Because his name is kind of cute. Uh, really wouldn't call it afraid. Once you hear about it, I don't think you're going to be afraid of it. Okay, that's fine. But my sources... might be a new nickname for Brody. Squonk! Come here, Squonk! Wouldn't that have been funny if he came to that since he <laughs> doesn't, doesn't answer to, to Brody. his own name? Yeah. You ain't got no treats, I don't care. I do have treats. I have treats all around me. <laughs> Um, I use right. Wikipedia, Sources. but, like, yours not much, because it was, like, a three-sentence <laughs> article. Uh, cryptids.fandom.com, monster.fandom.com, medium.com, penlive.com, coasttocoastam.com, phantomsandmonsters.com, which, there's it says squonk, world's ugliest animal. <laughs> Aww. And then anomalalien.com. <laughs> At least I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced or how you're supposed to say it. I don't know. It. The only thing I thought of was Palomalu. <laughs> <laughs> my coworker tagged my oh no, my my mom tagged me in that and she's like, Did you listen to it? And I was like, No, if I ever see the little pink dude, I don't listen to it because I know it's gonna get stuck in my head. It's always the Steeler version that I get stuck. Yeah. Alright. It's Palomalu. It's Palomalu. <laughs> um, Pennsylvania is known to have a few crypt... Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not even a sentence in. <laughs> You're not even like five words in. <laughs> Pennsylvania is known to have a few cryptids hanging around like Bigfoot, the Chupacabra, the Racetown Ray, pterodactyls, gargoyles, werewolves, and one that was considered a cryptid was a mountain lion, but they're an actual animal. Oh. But the description for the mountain lion was your standard cougar, but in Pennsylvania. Was that how is they a dis- mountain lion. Yeah, but that's how they, they're like, yeah, it's your standard cougar, cougar but in Pennsylvania. <laughs> but okay. today we're, we're going to learn about one of the lesser known ones. It's called the squonk. The squonk is rumored to only live in Hemlock Forest in northern Pennsylvania. 
What are you doing? Oh, I thought I I somehow made you actually disappear on my screen. And I thought I hung up on you, but I didn't. No, you're still there. Nope. Okay, so we're in Hemlock Forest. In northern Pennsylvania. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> they have supposedly been around since the, since the late 19th century. It's maybe... <laughs> Maybe they knew your uh, one from your other story. <laughs> I mean, she was from Connecticut, not Pennsylvania. So, uh, the scientific name of the squonk is Lacrimocorpus dissolvens. <laughs> I didn't know that they had a scientific name. They they do. I was surprised, <laughs> but yes, there is a scientific name that comes from the Latin words meaning. Tear, body, and dissolve. Dissolve, not dissolve. <laughs> English, man. Oh, man, so I almost said tear, but then I was like, no, it's definitely tear. Uh, they are pretty small between the size of a beaver and a possum. They are crepuscular, meaning that they are active at dusk and dawn. Their appearance is kind of ugly, though most sites say that they are hideous. <laughs> uh, and its skin is scaly, ill-fitting, hanging off the body in flaps, covered with warts, moles, and blemishes. Ew. <laughs> I said they're kind of ugly. I might go with the hideous one. The squonk is supposedly ashamed of its appearance, and it hides as much as it can and spends most of its time weeping. Same. <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, also, they spend their time lonely and unhappy, since no one will approach them. They are said to sound similar to a crossed feathered snee. But I looked, and like I typed it in, and it didn't even come up as a real animal. <laughs> I don't know what a cross-feathered sneeze sounds like. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, like, they, like, put it, like, oh, like, it's a well-known animal. So I, like, Googled it, and I was like, what? I'm like, it nothing even comes up. What was so it? I don't know cross- what it is. A cross-feathered sneeze. S-N-E-E. S-N-E-E? Yeah. There's a cross-feathered sneeze? <laughs> <laughs> that's what came up, and I was like, I don't think that's right. Um, but it has an interesting abil- ability. Oh my god. <laughs> Why? I just, like, I lose the ability to read out loud. <laughs> it has an interesting ability if it becomes cornered. It is capable of dissolving its body into a fluid puddle of bubbling tears. If it becomes cornered, it is capable of dissolving its body into a fluid puddle of bubbling tears. So it just turns into a bubbling pile of tears. (laughs) I made you this sweater. (laughs) I made it for my tears. The boy made you a sweater of tears and you're gonna blow them up. (laughs) Oh my gosh. 
1910, William Cox wrote a book called Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods with a few desert and mountain beasts. That's a mouth word for a, a book title. A mouth what? Mouthful. I don't think that's what you said. What did I say? Oh, I mean, it's not what I heard, at least. <laughs> I heard Mouthford. I honestly wouldn't be surprised right now. <laughs> In it, Cox gave the animal the scientific name that it has today. He says their habitat was once very fairly wide, usually being high plains where desert vegetation vegetation was abundant. But I also feel like Pennsylvania has never been a desert. <laughs> Fair. Um, as these areas turned swampy, lake areas the squonk was forced to live in. Oh, I put the comma in the wrong spot. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't sound right. As these areas turned to swampy lake areas, the squonk was forced to live in water. Over time, it developed webbing between its toes, but only on the submerged left feet. <laughs> All right. So if the so if the squonk was in water, it could only swim in circles and never get back to shore. A lake that. Hit- <laughs> That's like one of my biggest fears, though, is like to be swimming and like not be able to get back. Your webbed feet, you just paddle around in circles. Yeah. Although I don't have as much of a fear of water as some other people on this podcast. I'm not afraid of the water. I'm afraid of what's in the water. There's a difference. Uh, I've never seen concern for my life as much as I did that day. (laughs) At the Pacific Ocean. Which is like the Atlantic, but more specific. Dirty as shit. (laughs) She's coming you for you guys. It was, it was like up to your hip as soon as you got in and you can't see anything in the water. There could have been great white sharks floating around for all we know. We could have died. We didn't, though. Maybe we didn't. That's why everything sucks now. <laughs> no, everything sucks now because we didn't eat pork and mashed potatoes for New Year's. That's fair. And sauerkraut. I mean, I technically did, just not at midnight. It wasn't had the first lunch thing you that ate. day. No, it was that cake rising that we Yeah, it's not supposed to rise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the squonk. Yes. So, since it only had webbing in it on its left feet, right? If it got in the water, it could only swim in circles. And then it says, a lake that was dredged revealed fossil bones showing that thousands have died of starvation. <laughs> oh. Thousands like, of squonks so ashamed- people? Yeah, squonks. Oh. But, like, if they're ashamed of their appearance, like, how do they reproduce? Or do they? Or is there just, like, I a mean, thousand of them to begin with? <laughs> I feel like there are people who are ashamed of their appearance and reproduce. Yeah. Not me, though. The local legend. <laughs> no. 
No crotch goblins for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard that before. <laughs> I learned it from TikTok. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, the local legend is that a squonk is easy to track. You just have to follow the sound of the animals crying and the trail of tears that it leaves behind on the ground because it's always crying. <laughs> I love this animal. <laughs> it is so relatable. The local legend... Oh, not, this, nope, that's already read that part. It's okay, you Catherine can read it Lim again. <laughs> What, that it's easy to track? Yeah, because you just have to follow the... <laughs> you just have to follow the sound of the animals crying and the trail of tears that it leaves behind. Because it's always either, crying. You'll either find a squonk or Amanda. <laughs> it's a mystery <laughs> until you get there. <laughs> Capturing them is much harder since they will just dissolve into a puddle of tears. If you want to go squonk hunting... Frosty moonlit nights are best because they stay in their hemlock home so they don't catch a glimpse of themselves in a pool of water. <laughs> <laughs> moonlit nights are also good because the trail of tears glistens on the ground. <laughs> I am so glad I sent this to you. <laughs> I don't think I've enjoyed a Freaky Friday episode this much in a really long time. <laughs> not like in a bad way I mean I always enjoy you telling me a story but but this I'm, one's like this one's like hearted yeah and it's near and dear to my heart um I could only find one interaction with a squonk over all the websites that I looked at don't worry we'll have an update and, for you guys if we're, we're gonna, gonna go, go find one hunting. <laughs> Mr. J.P. Wentling had an experience near Mont. <laughs> this is so formal. <laughs> Mr. J.P. Wentling. <laughs> okay. What's that commercial? The one with the. <laughs> I was singing it in my head. Called J.G. J.D. Wentworth? Yeah. 877 yeah. cash now! <laughs> but I looked it up and like Mont, Mont Alto is in like the middle of the state and like the southern part of the state in the middle. So oh. it's nowhere near where this is supposedly lives. Maybe he was um, hiking the Appalachian Trail. Maybe. I don't um, know where that goes. He... But... <laughs> Somewhere in Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he mimicked the weeping of the squonk and got it to hop into a sack. <laughs> okay. When he was carrying when he was carrying it home, the sack suddenly got lighter and the weeping stopped. When he pulled this put the sack down and looked inside, there was nothing but tears and bubbles. <laughs> so it just like, I guess, leaked out of the bag. But, like, I also wonder, because, like, I couldn't find an answer anywhere. Not that I'm surprised, but, like, so when they, I don't know, if, like, when they dissolve, like, if they reform back into a squonk or if it just, like, kills itself. 
I don't know, but I'm going to throw it out there that it reappears as a squonk. Or maybe that's how they reproduce. Oh, maybe. Like sponges. Yeah, maybe like when they dissolve, it's (laughs) like each little tear becomes another squonk. Oh, maybe. That'd be a lot of tears, though. Would be, but... But you just imagine, like, walking through it, and be like, oh, no, I stepped in a squonk. (laughs) What if every puddle you've ever stepped in was really a squonk? And all these children are out there just jumping in puddles. (laughs) Oh, poor little squonks. (laughs) They're so ugly, and then they just got jumped on. Yeah. Little guys. Gosh. Um... Actually, the squonk has also been mentioned quite a few times in pop culture. Oh, yeah? In 1974, a Steely Dan song called Any Major Dude Will Tell You has a line that says, Have you ever seen a squonk's tears? Well, look at mine. Same. That's gonna be my new favorite song. (laughs) Um, There's actually more than one song that talks about it. Huh. There's two. Um, a Pittsburgh-based performance art performance art collective that is known as the Squonk Opera, which I have never heard of. Me either. Has has been cited as getting their name from the cryptid, but they claim that they found it from a different source. Mm. But like, I feel like that sounds like they don't want to admit that they got it from a poor little ugly animal. Yeah. Uh, the band Genesis has a track called Squonk on their 1976 album, A Trick of the Tale. It it recaps J.P. Wentling's story with lyrics like, I opened up the sack, all that I had, a pool of bubbles and tears, just a pool of tears. This next one, when I read it, I was like, did I, like, read this wrong? Because I I didn't know that it was a thing. Uh, Nerdcore rapper MC Frontalot. (laughs) Which I'm like, I was like, is... Nerdcore rap a thing? I hope so. Like I've never, I've never heard of it. Me either. But like I was like, I'm like nerdcore rapper. Like all I can picture is like Sheldon from <laughs> Big Bang Theory, like rapping. <laughs> um, he gave the squonk a cameo in his track called Scaregoat, where he mentions that he keeps a squonk in his house with other infamous cryptids like the aqueous mouse and the Mongolian death worm. Okay. <laughs> um, and the last one was uh, in 2002, a short story called The Tears of the Squonk. Oh, no, that's not the last one. <laughs> in a Canadian ser- TV show... Which is nowhere near northern Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's not that far from northern Pennsylvania. I guess kind of. It's not that far. Um, a Canadian TV show called Lost Girl. One of the characters is referenced as a squonk because she's always crying. <laughs> <laughs> is her name Amanda? <laughs> I don't know. you have to watch it now. Um, and the last one was in 2002, a short story called The Tears of a Squonk. And what happened thereafter? Author Glenn David Gold compares a main character to the squonk because of his tendency of crying unnecessary crocodile tears. Wow. <laughs> and 
the one article that I read on phantomsandmonsters.com, I'm going to end it with the quote that they used. Okay. And the writer was H, H2G2, because it didn't have, like, an actual, like, there wasn't, like, a, a real, like, a name. And it says, the only hope for the squonk survival may now lie in the imaginations of dreamers, poets, and those who treasure the legends of the past. Wow. I treasure the squonk. That was so good. Oh, if you ever need a quick, if you ever need a quick getaway, just dissolve into a puddle of tears. Yeah. Did you see the picture of what it looks like, though? Yes. Poor little guy. I know. Because, like, at first when I was reading it, I forgot what the... Because I, like, saw the picture, like, and I first started. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, like... And then I'm reading, I was like, oh, what kind of sounds like a... One of the wrinkly dogs. A Sharpay? <laughs> yeah, and then I looked at it, I was like, nope, that's not a Sharpay. That's not what they look like. But poor little guy just wants to be loved and nobody will approach it because he's hideous. Yeah. So what do you what do you got for us for True Crime Tuesday? Well, it sure as hell is not going to be as fun as this. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about Norman Johnston. I thought you were going to say Norman Bates. I was like, I didn't think he was from Pennsylvania, which he's not even a real person, I don't think. I don't think so. I think he was just inspired by something. For the psycho. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to talk about Norman Johnston, and that's all I'm going to say. So. Alrighty. Until next time, find us on Instagram at inreference2podcast, on Twitter at inreference2. You can send us an email at inreference2podcast at gmail.com. You can send us, have you ever seen a squonk? Have you? Or if any other, or what I want to know is if any of you have ever seen a Sasquatch. Because those are also native to Pennsylvania. They are? So send it if you've ever seen a Sasquatch. Yeah. Well, not like native, like they're only from here, oh. but there's been a lot of sightings. That's because y'all get drunk in. Or, I mean, maybe it might be my neighbors. I guess. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you can also listen to 30 plus of our episodes on YouTube. Um, or help support us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash in reference to. Um, all the links to our platforms and our YouTube are in our link tree on our Instagram and Twitter bios. Word. Uh, new parting wisdom? Mm. Doesn't have to be about coronavirus. Put $5 underneath your mattress, and then someday you'll find $5 randomly. Or the more disturbing part was if you go to get it and it's not there anymore. (laughs) Especially for you since you live by yourself. I'm not putting anything under my mattress right now. Until next time. Bye!